Listeners, it's Sam here again, and just the usual shout out for our brilliant sponsors before this week's show. Paces Ahead have courses for the start of 2024, and listeners, here's a possible sweetener for you. I will be there at their first course of 2024. That's the 16th to the 19th of January. Please do come along and say hi if you catch me. It would be great to meet some of you if you're there. But there is also a course the following week from the 20th to the 23rd of January for those of you sitting in the first diet of 2024. Not only that, but they also have courses lined up for May as well. The 20th to the 23rd of May and the 28th to the 31st of May. I highly recommend booking on early to avoid disappointment. They very regularly get oversubscribed. If you can't make a course though, past tests have got you covered with their market-leading online revision paces resource. I think most pacer sitters would agree this is more or less essential to have to complement your ward-based preparation. So to get access, just click any of the links in the show notes labelled past test. But enough on that for now, let's get started on this week's episode. Ho, ho, ho! Listeners, Dr. Sam here bringing you the one present that nobody expected, wanted, hoped, or asked for. It's the Pre Paces Podcast Christmas Bloopers episode. Essentially, it's 11 minutes of me and my fabulous guests messing stuff up during the recording, which ended up being cut, or just some funny stuff that happened while the mics were turned on. Either way, I hope you enjoy it. And make sure you stay tuned right to the end to hear a very special Christmas treat brought to you by yours truly. And finally, as I usually mention in the podcast intro, some of you wonderful listeners were kind enough to send a little festive present my way on the Buy Me A Coffee page. So, a massive thank you to Connor, a former colleague of mine. Hope you're doing well on the South Coast, Connor. And huge congratulations to Harleen, whose Twitter post absolutely blew up after she learned she recently passed her paces. Thank you also to Sam, Gavin and Ben for their donations after their paces success. But there's one person who really deserves the entire show dedicated to them, and that is Navin, who donated an absolutely ridiculously generous uh, amount to the show after they passed their paces first time so navin consider this christmas special dedicated to you for your incredible generosity and supporting the show that only leaves me to wish you all a very merry christmas and a happy new year Perfect. So in the real thing, I'll clip it up and then there'll be a little bit of jazzy music between. Not too um, jazzy, I hope. Oh, it's pretty jazzy. If you haven't listened to it, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty jazzy. music. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. You do these a lot then, do you? So um, I've been doing it every other week, releasing one every fortnight. And I just think it's it stops me from becoming a blinkered cardiologist and uh, think that that's the only real organ worth fixing. Well, which is what you really think, but you like to pretend that there are other organs <laughs> involved. Now you're just putting words in my mouth. 
See, acromegaly is really, it's just cardiac disease that caused by funny hormone. <laughs> Drew is a respiratory registrar in the Peninsula Deanery. Oh, you forgot where we work. <laughs> what I tend to, what I, yeah, I mean, what I tend to say is just that you're in a deanery because obviously people move all the time. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't find me all over the southwest. <laughs> okay, I'll say just that. just just follow the screaming. Yeah, <laughs> that, what we're doing? And then, and then put that in. <laughs> okay, fine. Whilst percussing, I noticed that the what could you say? Whilst percussing, I noticed. Just just, that, uh, just say that. Just say that. I, I I you know in your in your um in your spiel, you just say this patient has a hyper expanded chest, as evidenced by. Um, a reduced cricothoroid notch, barrel-shaped chest. I, I found that there was slightly hyper-resonant percussion. And if they ask you, because I think the problem is, is that you also don't want to elicit questions which will cause you trouble. So yes. as soon as you start saying, "I can percuss this patient's chest down to below the eighth rib," you'll then start getting somebody going, "Aha! I know what I'm going to ask this guy." I'm going to ask this guy all of the boundaries of the lungs in the normal patient. Nightmare <laughs> question, right? I don't want that question. I don't want that question in a million years. It would be a nightmare. Where where in the mid-axillary lines is the lung like? I don't know. I have to go look it up on Wikipedia. Yeah. Can I can we just start can we just start that next that last bit again? So I, I can I just introduce the aus- auscultation bit. Cuz I right, sorry. No, that's all right. Only cuz only cuz we went off on quite a long tangent which i'll probably end up clipping that up because we did basically you're, t- you're telling me that not all of my words of wisdom are going to get into the podcast that's terrible well, yeah, well the fun- i ended up tying myself in knots talking about hyper expanded lungs actually i am just going to dispose of the cat just so <laughs> in a kind way yeah in a nice way yeah sounds awful oh yeah very good your reflections as one of the first cohorts of or one of the first you're not one of the first as an im3 who is completing the internal medical the, as a as a in <laughs> hell <laughs> right so this is a bit where I've i had stopped. a long feud with the machine <laughs> i'll be i'll be waiting to get back at him right okay ready uh, welcome to the own <clears throat> Welcome to only the second appearance of our feature, Reg Against the Machine. If you're struggling, you can ask for multiple choice where you'll answer for one point. Happy? No, I I, I blanked out with that. What's going on? (laughs) What was our next point of of things to... to, Things which you need to be... Oh, f*** hell, my head. I'm so dead. Um... Sam is, Sam is post-night, so it's not his fault. I'm clipping all that out. He's had some Pepsi, so he should be <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'm clipping all of that out. So... <laughs> We've covered the top three. You've already said organisation, enthusiasm, and... What, <laughs> what was it? Self-reflection. Self-reflection, yeah. Good memory, yeah. <laughs> Good memory's the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. And another thing, which maybe a, a textbook or, or, you know, medical school question is, is facial flushing. Is that a common finding or is that just a textbook thing? Yeah, so we do see that. Um, I've totally forgotten what you call it now. 
I've, I, I've got written down ruddy cyanosis. That's not what I call it. There's a different <laughs> word that I use for it, but I can't remember. Anyway, um... You don't want to be the typical cardiology person who's like, what's the question? Tell me the question. <laughs> it's actually very good. <laughs> what's the question? I was enjoying the face you pull when you say it. <laughs> this I did. Buzzing full of Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Full of pep. Welcome back, guys, to this episode of... Well, um, welcome back to this... It's not, it's not even welcome back. Uh... This is going in the bloopers, for sure. <laughs> Why not? Why not welcome back? I guess it is welcome back. Okay, guys, welcome back to this episode of the Pre-Paces podcast. How routinely would you do uh, an EPO level in the patients that you see in clinic? Absolutely. So if I'm not absolutely convinced, or to be fair, even by the time they've got to me, if I am convinced it's a secondary polycythemia, but I just really need to, you know, put that nail in the coffin to, to nail down that diagnosis of, of the of what it definitely is, then I'll... Hopefully not in the coffin. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed, not in the coffin. So that was for Paul. I'm going to answer that one again, actually. Um... <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the Pre-Paces podcast. Susie, that was absolutely brilliant. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trusting you with the editing on it though, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll, don't worry. I'll give you final cut. <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you before it goes out. It was the night before Christmas. And all through the wards, the doctors were clerking, not a moment left bored. Mrs. Claus was suffering, in need of some care, not a moment too soon, and the doctors were there. They approach with handwritten notes and they say, So tell me what it is that's brought you in today. Oh, I'm not feeling well, no, I don't feel jolly. Even worse when I'm stuck in ED on this trolley. It's bright and it's noisy, no chance of a kip. Least of all when I'm hooked up to this bloody drip. My daughter's en route, she's a GP in Kent. When I said see you soon, this is not what I meant. I told her today I've been under the weather. I've been weak as a kitten, I can't lift a feather. I've been laid out on the sofa, my muscles are aching. I felt hot and cold and now I can't stop the shaking. I think at some point I've had pain in my knees and been short of breath with a bit of a wheeze. Oh yes, that's right, and I've had pain when I'm weeing, and I've had some recent trouble with seeing. My voice has been croaky, i felt really rotten. I'm trying to think if there's any symptoms I've forgotten. Doctor, please help me, I need some support, and if you misdiagnose me, I'll take you to court. Well, Mrs. Claus, I can see you're distressed. Let me see if I can put your mind to rest. You've had a mild fever, but it's right on the precipice. So I'm going to just treat you empirically for sepsis. I'm going to give you a dose of Taz and some Gent while we get those all-important blood cultures sent. I can hear on your chest that you're sounding wheezier. A salbutamol neb might help you breathe easier. And as for that troublesome pain in your knee, I'll get you some morphine, not oral IV. As for your issues with sore urination, we'll do the job of your kidneys and give you hemofiltration. Yes, of course you'll be treated up on ICU. It's because we just want the best treatment for you. Only 50% come out with PTSD. But hey, the alternative is to let you sue me. And it's all on us. This is the NHS. And we'll give you nothing at all but our absolute best. 
So don't worry for now. Get some sleep and rest tight. Happy Christmas to all and to all a good night.